yo, you can't be out here and just know how to fly, and then you have your own anonymity. Like you just be like, no, okay, I don't want to. I don't want to be bothered. I like to have my privacy. He's like, no, bro, you fly. Everyone's gonna talk to you. Welcome to the Third Culture Talk podcast. I'm your host Nyan Yenifin. This podcast we talk with people that are raised in a culture different than their parents' home culture or way of life or nationality, and now they're living in today's culture, which is vastly different than the days of our parents or even back in the day. If you like what you hear, rate, subscribe, share with your friends. Only takes two seconds to do. So let's get into today's episode. So what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? You doing good? Doing good. My name is Nyan Yenfin. Welcome to the Third Culture Talk podcast. You know, this is going to be a solo episode. You know, it's August time, so that's when everyone's traveling. You know, they're going on vacation, getting that last minute. All right, let me enjoy the summer for a little bit before we get back into the fall. But to be honest, though, I ain't going to lie to you. New York has actually been cooler than expected for me personally. Like, because last month, like what, July, June, July, it was like extremely humid, like humid in a way that it was painful, like extremely painful. It was so humid in New York that if I walked down the street, my shirt was already soaking wet. And that's so demoralizing because when your shirt is like very sweaty, that comes out of a result of doing some work. So I'm not doing any work except going down the street and I'm in shape, too. So it looks even worse. So I'm coming back home all sweaty, not doing nothing really except like going to the corner store and then just looking demoralized and being like, yo, wow, I really just sweated my whole entire shirt out just going down the street. Like, is something wrong with me? Like, what's going on? It's crazy. So thankfully, New York is at a place now where it's cooler. You know, the humidity is not as crazy and we're in a good place right now. Otherwise... I ain't lying to you. I, I, I would have recycled everything in my apartment if it's going to be another month of humidity. Like, it was that crazy. It was to the point where people was like, yo, I need to come visit you out in New York. It's like, mm, I don't know. You might want to hold back on that because uh, this humidity is not. You don't want to spend money to come here for this type of humidity that was like happening. So, like, that was a problem. You know, I think it's to a point where it was like, all right, I think this global warming thing might be real. <laughs> nah, global warming is real You know, I recycle, I got two buckets, okay I got two buckets, one for plastic, one for paper So I'm not, I'm a I'm an upstanding citizen, okay I'm an upstanding citizen I've been watching uh, social media I've been watching social media And uh, apparently there's like some brawl that was happening In uh, Montgomery, Alabama Where like, I don't know It's like basically white people against black people And uh, you know, I guess Black people damn near assembled the Avengers because you had somebody swimming across the the water or something to go and fight some dudes. I saw like two fights. I don't even know which one happened. Sometimes I'm not even in those circles of like seeing what's going on. And then I just saw somebody like swimming over in the pool and then like kind of like, you know, wringing the water off their shirt while a couple people were like fighting. Then I saw another one. Like it was, it was a lot of fights that were going on. I was like, which one is it? Then I saw a lot of memes with people with chairs. I'm like, yo, y'all are fast when it comes to these memes. Like, <laughs> I saw a couple. It's to the point I saw so many, it overshadowed the actual video that was happening. Like, I'm like, yo, what are people doing with these chairs? Like, I'm seeing somebody swinging chairs around. I see somebody acting like they're Mortal Kombat, like, with the chairs. I'm like, what is going on? Then I saw the video. I'm like, all right, which one is it? But then I saw the dude, the way he was holding the chair, it was kind of like, I thought it was like a prank because the way he's holding it, he's just like, 
I'm like, yo, uh, what are you about to do with that chair? I feel like I'm watching a wrestling match or something. Like, is this this is this how things are going to go down? Like, what are you waiting for? Just swing that chair. Maybe I didn't see the whole thing. I saw different angles of it and stuff, which which is crazy, right? Like, it's, it's crazy that it had a lot of angles of this fight. It, it almost felt like it was a TV show or something because, you know, like, to get multi-angle of, multi-angles of a fight is, like, crazy. Maybe I come from a different time where you only had like one angle, and that was the angle in which you was you was like facing it. But this shit damn near had like two angles. I was like, "Yo, this is having like an actual good coverage of this fight. Like, this is actually like a good coverage. Should have production value." I'm like, "Oh shit!" Somebody was zooming in. Somebody had like another angle. We saw the person swimming. Another angle from the other side. I'm like, "Yo, they had some real cameraman." set up for this type of fight you sure this wasn't staged or something otherwise these two people was in sync like they're just like yo you got an iphone 11 yeah i got an iphone 11 too let's make this happen like all right i got this side this side right here make sure we don't break that you know that rule where we got to cross over the line like they probably had that thing all synced up i was like damn all right y'all got this down pat so you know uh shout out to all those who participated <laughs> in that uh, I don't even know who won, who lost, but it, uh, you know, I heard, I, I saw some things that this is the same place like where some civil rights stuff happened. So, you know, hey, look, if it happened over the weekend, hey, a win is a win, I guess. I don't know. It's interesting that uh, you know we live in a time now we have since World Star right of like filming fights and stuff, but the funniest one is when like a fight. It's not even a fight. It's like somebody just getting beat up, like somebody just getting like beat down especially in New York and like you have everyone be on like all the way on the other side of the subway or the, or the subway train and just watching the person just getting beat up and you have a person like recording and like that person will be close enough to help, but like don't help. And like, I'm talking about they getting the angles to make sure they're getting down to make sure they level with the person getting stomped out on the floor and stuff. And you'd be like, yo, I right, look, I think we got enough coverage Help the person out. This person getting stomped the fuck out. Like, help them a little bit. But you don't be having an angle like, all right, let me make sure this is... It's an interesting thing that's happened in our culture. Like, a culture where we would record the thing happening, but not prevent it from happening, you know? I don't know, what's, I don't know what that is about. I don't know that because... I guess if you think about it, like you would, you would be the person that if you post it up first, you'd be like, oh, all right, this is an account where I can go to see like fights or certain like crazy shit that will happen like in real life. I can go to this account and then see it. So maybe that's the reason why people don't help anymore. It's like, all right, if I help, how am I, how am I going to profit from this? Like I, I'll profit from it in terms of like helping somebody, but then how will somebody know I helped? And would I be able to get likes from that or would I be able to leverage this somehow? You know, maybe. All right. This is what we should do. Right. Uh, this should be an account where you get recorded helping somebody or whatever. And then, you know, you'll be that person where you kind of help you. You'd be like a superhero, basically. Right. Because every time we see you, you'll be helping out somebody that's getting stomped out. People like, oh, all right. That's that super person right there. That's that, that's that super person where they, you know, if something pop off that. He or she gonna help to go and save the day, but then yeah yeah you do that then you probably going you can probably gonna get some ops like you know every every superhero have ops you know and if you're not like the right superhero like the ops can really like touch you you gotta be see if you're a superhero you gonna have ops right and for anyone who doesn't know like ops is ops is opposition basically basically a, a, a 
superhero or villain, someone that doesn't want you to be super. That if you're a superhero in today's world, you gotta have you gotta have like an enclave or something like that, to where like you can kind of just hide out until like some things really pop off. Then you can come out, but you can't just be in the populace of like okay everyone knows you to be a superhero and you go take the same train as them because like after a while somebody be looking like yo i don't like how you solved that crime i'm gonna beat him up or something or i'm I'm gonna see how strong he really is you're gonna get tested every day imagine if you're a super person and you just want to get groceries because you regular right and you try and go to whole foods get your groceries and then somebody won't come and test you now you gotta put your arugula and like you know organic carrots and and hummus down and go and fight a person and it's supposed to step on the hummus. Then your whole entire day shock. You know you spend like eight to ten dollars on the hummus, right? That's that's gonna be a stressful thing. So I, I so I see why people don't want to be a super person, right? Because you gotta have a lot of money to be a super person. There's no such thing as a broke. Um, okay, there's you for you to be a real super person, not a, a great person. You can be at any level. Doesn't matter. But talking about super. Super person, you gotta solve super problems. So, and those super problems come with super consequences. So, you gotta have like super money <laughs> to make it all happen. Like, you can't be like, you can't be like a thousandaire and be super because then somebody be like, "Yo, we starving over here." You be like, "Well, I ain't gonna get paid until the fifteenth. So, you know, in the meantime, y'all just hold it out, and then you know, maybe I'll give you some uh, some bags of chips, and y'all can like survive off of that." No, you gotta have like super money to have. That superpower lifestyle. They don't talk about that, right? Like that's. I think they need, like because like what Bruce Wayne, you know, multi multi millionaire or billionaire. That either or he got a lot of money, right? Superman. That dude come from a different planet. Like you think his planet? He was the brokest person there. He was the brokest person. He probably was coming from a a nice lifestyle out there. He was like middle class family in Europe or something like that. Which you know. Or not even Europe, but like one of the expensive European countries. So like his middle class is like extremely expensive for us. Or um, either you got to be extremely rich or you got to have some rich stuff happen to you. Wolverine. Wolverine, he had titanium fused to his bones. That's not, that ain't cheap. I don't know about you. Titanium is like expensive, right? And then to fuse it with bones, you know, that's... That's a lot of money. So, yeah, if you're a superhero, you got to have a lot of money or you got to have you got to be in a situation with somebody investing a lot of money in you. Right. So at the end of the day, you have to be you have to have super money to be a super. You have to, yeah, you have to be you have to have super amount of money to have a super person lifestyle, even with superpowers. Right. Like, you know, X-Men, you know, uh, there's in that uh, Xavier's extraordinary whatever mansion right that that ain't cheap you know they had classes only for mutants so that's a situation there you know so like i think yeah that, they don't talk about that you know that's a privileged thing to have you already have the superpowers but then see so you need the super money to 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 round it all out because you can't can't live in no imagine you live in a in a third story walk up in bushwick or something here in new york and you have a superpower like you serious like some yo you you're gonna be bothered. You're gonna be like, "Yo, please." That's see, that's why when somebody have a superpower, they don't want no one to know first because if they do know, then they gonna get bothered. Like, "Yo, can you help me out with this? Can you help me with that?" Like, if I, if I knew somebody can fly, like, and they live right here, oh, uh, we gonna be friends. You, you gonna, I'm gonna be saying hi to you every day, followed by some request. You serious? 
yo, you can't be out here and just know how to fly, and then you have your own anonymity. Like you just be like, no, okay, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to be bothered. I like to have my privacy. He's like, no, bro, you fly. Everyone's gonna talk to you. Like, yes, please fly me to over here. Fly me, fly me back. Like, fly me to Africa, bro. I, you know, the ticket prices are expensive. Just fly me there real quick. It don't take you that long. Don't you have supersonic like flight <laughs> or something? I'll give you a couple dollars. It's already, it's already free for you to fly. So just, I'll give you like, you know, a couple hundred dollars. You make a business right there. You fly me over to Africa real quick. You know, I'll go see my peoples. And then after that, you know, they make it work, you know. And then even when you're there, we'll come feed you. We'll give you some good jollof rice, you know, the good, the best kind, not the other kinds. You know, we'll give you some, you know, some sweet plantain. All that one, right? Pause. We'll give you all that one, you know. So, man, you got to be, yeah, you got to have, you got to have super money to have a superpower. Think about that. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Superpower. But it's an interesting culture though, you know. I wonder, um one of those other cultures that have like their own I think they do, right? But it's like probably steep in religion, I'm assuming. Like if like a person who have a superpower usually is like through some religious means or something or through some like, you know, spiritual like something like um I don't really know any, I don't know any offhand from my culture, to be honest, but I know there's some cultures where like, this is the diet, this is the deity that like brings good luck. So that is a superpower, but uh, you have to, you yourself as a person have to make sacrifices or so in order for that to happen. So, okay, don't do this type of thing at uh, this time of the year. And this deity will give you a good luck or something. Uh, Yeah, I, I feel like all the other cultures, they, you have the, the the people in which you're gonna benefit the blessings, they have to make a sacrifice. So almost kind of make it like a two way street. Okay, so that adds to it too. So for you, a person to be a super person and like live amongst the people, the people also have to make some type of sacrifice in their life in order for that like to work. Cause imagine that's a, that's a one way street. If the super person have to always do something for everybody, but that everybody don't got to do nothing for the super person. You know, the super person might be like, yo, like how about you guys help me out with groceries? How about you pay for my rent? Because, you know, I can't have no regular job knowing how to fly and work an office job, you know, nine to five. If you're a super person and you have to work a nine to five and then you have to have benefits and a 401k and worry about retirement or pension. You're not a super person. You're a great person, but you're not a super person. We you that's 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 regular people problems. So if you have regular people problems, that means you're not a super person. You know, you got to that's a great person. Great 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 person. Just not super, you know. There's levels to it. You know, I, just based on the movies I see here, maybe there's other movies in other countries. Maybe that's something different. I don't know. Could be could be something different, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Shout out to all those who are traveling. I know there's a lot of people traveling right now. Uh there's an exchange that's happening. People from America traveling over to Europe and people from Europe traveling over to America. You know, uh, I went to the Statue of Liberty uh, you know, a couple of days ago. And what's funny, a New York culture thing is that most people that are from here have been living here for a long time, they never go to the Statue of Liberty. Which is funny, right? That's like the symbol. That's one of the symbols of New York. Uh, and no one really goes. Like, there's only tourists that goes. Like, so the whole time I was there, I was just hearing a whole bunch of, whole other, like, I, I, I was hearing a whole, a whole other different, like, culture. Or not hearing all different culture. I was hearing 
other cultures like in terms of the languages but i what i didn't see anyone that i felt like was from new york or like lived in new york for a long time like it was very kind of like you come the only people that are visiting the statue of liberty are people that are just visiting new york city like not living here and at first i'm like yo that's kind of weird like why is that the case or whatever and then i realized i'm like oh okay the lines to get onto the ferry to get the Statue of Liberty and then back, oh my god, brutal, like crazy. Like, I, it, I, as I was standing in line, I was like, all right, this is, I see why people don't come. Like, and you had to check in your stuff as well. Like, so you almost felt like you was going to the airport, you had to take everything out your pockets and like put it down. You had to, you know, some in some places you couldn't bring your food and everything. I was like, damn, yo, this is. I'm already here. Now I got to do this thing as if I'm about to leave from here. Like I got to empty my pockets, make sure there's nothing metal. I can't bring no water, all this stuff. I got to put my things in a locker to get to the Statue of Liberty. It was like, it was like an actual TSA like process. I'm like, yo, all right, this is the first and last time I see why people don't come because if I've been, if I've been, if I've been living here for a long time, and I have to go through a TSA process just to visit something that's already here, I'm gonna be like, nah, I'm alright. Like I, I, I live here. I know what New York is about. What more do I need to see that I have to go through that process? If I'm going to another country, cool. I, I'll go through that process. But you know, I'm, to to visit to what go to a part of New York, I gotta act like I'm going to a different like country. I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. I was talking about a book last time, and uh, I was like, what, Die With Zero. There's another book here, actually. Um, it is called... Mm, it's called The Black Swan. It's actually kind of deep. It's a very dense book. I don't know if I really want to talk about it. It's uh, basically like events that happen... That happens like once in a... Not once in a lifetime, but like uh, those events that kind of like changes the whole game, you know, like some monsoon that happens or like you know 9-11 that happened or you know certain things that happened like centuries ago that kind of changes everything and how you kind of have to be resilient um and not try to guess when those things are going to happen because they just happen sometimes like you may not know like all right covid like some people could say all right covid was going to happen at a certain time but you know, not everyone knew. And, you know, you kind of had to learn how to be resilient through those times of when we, everyone was figuring it out or even inflation. Right. We're dealing with inflationary times right now and how you deal and maneuver with that. That's a whole different. You have to be resilient, but you can like you, you can plan it, but you don't know when it's going to happen. So it's like, all right, cool. I know that rates are going to go up and some inf some inflationary stuff is going to happen. But when it's going to happen, that's the one where not everyone can like just know that like you're going to have to just put yourself in a position that regardless if that happens or not, do you know how to survive through it and you know how to like live through that, you know? So that was an interesting thing that I had in the book. Some of the themes in that book of like, look, um, don't listen to someone who says like, I know when it's going to happen. It's kind of like you you may know that it will happen somewhere in the future but in terms of when it's going to happen that's something that you can't say all right i know it's going to happen you know what i mean it's like so that's an interesting thing in terms of like just keeping in mind like hey look don't try to predict the future just know that there's some things that will most likely happen in the future but when it's going to happen in the future that's probably like a waste of time not a fortune teller and 
if you are do you believe other fortune tellers there you go if you think you can if you think you can see what's going to happen in the future with so much surety do that means you also believe in fortune tellers as well if you don't believe in fortune tellers then how you gonna believe that you know exactly what's going to happen in the future think about that think about that that's some real that's some real stuff right there <laughs> well hopefully i ain't uh step anybody's toes i know some people can really get uh passionate about like you know what's gonna happen i know this, you know of course this is gonna happen i knew this is gonna happen it's like really you knew it was gonna if you knew it was gonna happen did you benefit from the situation nah you know it's eggs are expensive then it's like all right well clearly clearly you didn't know enough to do something about it or to benefit from it you know sometimes people be knowing like they'd be like yo like i knew this was gonna happen it's like if you knew, it was, did you want this to happen? If you knew it was going to happen, that's the that's a better question. So it's like, all right, so you knew so-and-so was going to fall down. Like, did you want that person to fall down? Like, if you knew it, then why you didn't stop it? Come on, super person. I thought you knew better, right? All right, well, shout out to all the super persons. You know, I just want to talk to y'all. You know, I'm pretty sure you guys enjoying your vacation. Hopefully people here in New York are also enjoying the the uh the regular summer levels you know not with the crazy humidity and everything and uh yeah for me i'm about to about to go outside actually right now you know enjoy myself a little bit before it gets extremely cold or some other crazy stuff happens i can't predict the future i just know that i'm uh i'm not a super person so i'm not gonna even try to do that and i'm just gonna go outside and enjoy myself 